Discover personally how the Word of God can affect a change in your life through the ministry of Apostle E.A. Ajay. Apostle E.A. Ajay is the founder and pastor of Devotional Light Church. He is also the founder of the Jesus the Answer campaign and an author of several best-selling books. Devotional Light Church is a vibrant church with people full of first love for the Lord. Now listen to E.A. Ajay. Today, I'm teaching about the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Sunday we prayed regarding, the Tuesday we prayed regarding the Holy Spirit. And today, I want to teach regarding the Holy Spirit. Amen. Um, The Holy Spirit is simply the Spirit of God Almighty. Amen. The Spirit of God Almighty. Amen. Praise the Lord Jesus. He's the what? Spirit of what? God Almighty. Amen. Um, He's the Spirit of God Almighty. And he is not a new person or a new thing. Amen. He's not something strange either. Amen. Um, The Holy Spirit has been there from day one. Genesis chapter 1, verse 1 to 2. Genesis chapter 1, verse 1 to 2. Amen. Um, I just want you to pay attention, please. It's important you get this very, very right. Amen. Um, Genesis chapter 1, verse 1 to 2. Amen. Mm. Genesis chapter 1, verse 1 to 2. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Now the earth was formless and empty. Darkness was over the surface of the deep, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the waters. Amen. So note, in the beginning, in the beginning, when God created the heavens and the earth, when the earth was void, was empty, who was hovering on this earth? The Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit, has been there from the beginning. He was there before humans were created. He was on this earth before humans were created. He was on this earth before every living being was created. He was on this earth before the sun was created, before the earth was what? Restored. The reason why we read this is to show us that the Holy Spirit is not something new. That we did not come to meet the Holy Spirit, uh, that the Holy Spirit did not come to meet us. That we came to meet the Holy Spirit on this earth. Amen. Yes, on this earth. Amen. Um, in fact, when we read John, 1 John, 1 John chapter 5, verse 7 to 8. 1 John chapter 5, verse 7 to 8, uh, King James Version, please. It says, there are three that testify in heaven Amen. and on earth. And that three, you see that the Holy Spirit is one Amen. of that three. Please read it for us. 1 John chapter 5, verse 7 to 8. Mm-hmm. For there are three that bear record in heaven, mm-hmm. the Father, the Word, and the Holy Ghost. And these three are one. Mm-hmm. And there are three that bear witness in earth, the Spirit, and the water, and the blood. 
and these three agree in one. Amen. So he said there are three that bear what? Wit witness in heaven. And there's Very another good. three that bear witness on yes, earth. Amen. And both the heaven and the earth, the Holy Spirit is one of the three. And he said these three are one. So it means that there is nothing that takes place or will take place on this earth or in the heaven without the Holy Spirit not only being involved, but agreeing to it. Bear witness means they must agree. They must say yes. Amen. So this tells us how important the Holy Spirit is. So in Genesis chapter 1, verse 26, when God said, when the Bible said, let, when God said, let us make man in our own image, the Holy Spirit was involved. The us there, the Holy Spirit was one of us. Amen. The original Hebrew word there is Elohim, Hallelujah. which is a plural word. Amen. Please read it for us. Genesis chapter 1, verse 26. Mm -hmm. And God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness. Amen. Amen. Let us. Let Who was us. that us? One thing for sure, we know the Holy Spirit is one of them. Because there are three that what? bear witness in heaven and on this earth and the holy spirit is one of the three and they are not divided the reason why i'm showing you this is to tell you and give us an idea of how important the holy spirit is for us to understand that he's not a second issue amen he's not a choice Please, do you understand? He is one with the Father. And the Holy Spirit bear witness on this earth. And also what? In the heaven. And also to let us know that he's not something new. He's been there from day one. And he's been part of creation. Let us make man in our own image. To give them dominion, blah, blah. And he said, yes. So when you read the account, God will say, let there be light. And the Bible says, the spirit will move. Then light will appear. He puts the word of God into what? Action on this earth. Amen. Look, let's read something. Luke chapter 3, verse 21 to 22. Amen. And the reason why we are reading Luke chapter 3, verse 21 to 22 is to show you that even our Messiah, Christ Jesus, mm needed the Holy Spirit. Yes. Before he started his ministry, he had to receive the Holy Spirit. He had to be baptized of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. So if Christ needed the Holy Spirit, then we need the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Please read it for us. Luke chapter 3, verse 21 to 22. Mm -hmm. When all the people were being baptized, Jesus was baptized too. As he was praying, heaven was opened and the Holy Spirit descended on him in bodily form like a dove. And a voice came from heaven, you are my son whom I love, with you I am well pleased. Amen. So when he was being baptized, the heavens were opened. Hallelujah. And uh, the Holy Spirit descended upon what? him. So even him has to receive the Holy Spirit. Uh, Christ himself said that all the works he did, he did it by the Holy Spirit. He said he see what his father is doing and he, da he does it, but he do what his father is doing by the Holy Spirit. That's why when they said that he's casting out devils by 
devils. He said, you are blaspheming against the Holy Spirit. Because he said, if I cast out devils by the finger of God, which is the power of God, which is what? The Holy Spirit. Please, do you understand? So all I'm trying to say that the Holy Spirit is important. The Holy Spirit is key. The Holy Spirit is a necessity. Amen. And Acts chapter 2, verse 38 to 39, makes us understand that the Holy Spirit has been sent unto all. It's for all who will receive Christ, all mm. who is saved. Amen. Please Amen. read it for us. Acts chapter 2, verse 38 to 39. Mm -hmm. Peter replied, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the forgiveness of your sins. And you will receive the, the gift of the Holy Spirit. The promise is for you and your children and for all who are far off. For all whom Lord, the Lord our God will call. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. So he said you will receive what? The promise. Amen. And that promise is what? The Holy Spirit. And say it is for you and your children and for all who what? are baptized so the holy spirit is for all of us the holy spirit has been made ready for all of us it is up to you to receive the holy spirit please do you understand this morning my assignment is just to let you think about the holy spirit again is to let you understand the importance of the Holy Spirit. That's why I showed that right from the beginning, beginning he was there. And anything that happened in heaven and on earth, he's one of the three that must testify and agree to it. And he is the same as the Father. Why? Because he is the Spirit of the Father. So he's not another spirit. He's the Spirit of what? the father it is god's spirit Amen. please you understand that he has sent on this earth but we have to differentiate that spirit from all other spirits that's why we call it the holy spirit or holy ghost because you know i have a spirit yes when you dream and you can see it is not your mind it is your spirit that sees you understand and there are people who train to remove their spirit. Yeah. It's called astral projection. They even teach it here in United Kingdom, the school of witch, witchcraft. They have a school of witchcraft. It's demonic. They, they teach you how to, through demons, you can sit down and see your spirit leave you. So the, you have a spirit, and there are other spirits. You see, so we have to distinguish this spirit from all others. So we give it the Holy Spirit. We stand for the Spirit of God. Please, you understand. So the Holy Spirit is important. The next thing I want us to do is tell you what Jesus himself said about the Holy Spirit. Then we'll bring the service to a close. But before we do that, I'd like our sister Madeline to minister a song unto us. So make ready John chapter 16. They are not ready. It's in John chapter 16. Amen. Verse 7 to 15. Amen. John chapter 16, verse 7 to 16. Amen. Now, Sister Madeline will minister a song unto us. Unto us. Amen. And I want us to listen to the song. 
then we'll come back. Amen. Praise the Lord.
is changing now oh, oh. For the Spirit of the Lord is here The evidence is all around oh, oh. That the Spirit of the Lord is here with your love your love surrounds us you're the reason we came to encounter your love your love surrounds us overflowing this place hearts with your love your love surrounds us you're the reason we came to encounter your love your love surrounds us overflowing this place Fill our hearts with your love, your love surrounds us. You're the reason we came to encounter your love, your love surrounds us. Praise the Lord. He is here. Amen. And he changes the atmosphere. Amen. So what have I said so far? All I've said is that the Holy Spirit is not something new. He's been there before creation. He's the main testimony. If he testify on your behalf, bingo. Amen. Bingo. If he doesn't, you are in trouble. In heaven and what? On earth. Amen. Amen. And it has been given and is available unto all. Amen. Praise the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. But now I want to tell you what Christ Jesus himself said about the Holy Spirit. We'll look at what only he said. We won't add anything to it. And so that you realize that even if the Messiah the only begotten son of God. Amen. Amen. He's saying this about the Holy Spirit. Yes. Then you need the Holy Spirit. Yes. Then you will need the Holy Spirit. Yes. Then he has to become your focus. Yes. As well. Amen. Amen. John chapter 16, verse 7 to 15. Amen. What Christ said about the Holy Spirit. Amen. Mm -hmm. John chapter 16, verse 7 to 15. Mm -hmm. But very truly, I tell you, mm -hmm. it is not for your good that I am going away. Unless I go away, the Advocate will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him to you. When he comes, he will prove the world to be in the wrong about sin and righteousness and judgment. About sin, because people do not believe in me. About righteousness, because I am going to the Father. 
where you can see me no longer, and about judgment, because the prince of this world now stands condemned. I have much more to say to you, more than you can now bear. But when he, the spirit of truth, comes, he will guide you into all truth. He will not speak of his own. He will speak only what he hears, and he will tell you what is yet to come. He will glorify me because it is from me that he will receive what he will make known to you. All that belongs to the Father is mine. That is why I said the Spirit will receive from me what he will make known to you. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. So Jesus said to us by saying to the disciples that it is important that what he goes. And why is it important that he goes? Because if he does not go, the advocate, the Holy Spirit will not what? Come. So Jesus himself knew that whilst he was on earth, in a certain sense, he was limited. He was limited in the sense that he could only be at a place at a time. And he has to go in order for the Holy Spirit to come. And Jesus knew that it would sound some way. So he began to explain why. And one of the reasons that he said, he said he has many things to tell us. Many teachings, many corrections, many mystery. But he said, if he tells us, we cannot what? Receive it. But when the Holy Spirit comes. But when you have the Holy Spirit. But when the Holy Spirit is around. Then now he can tell you those things. Why? Because he said the Holy Spirit will teach you. And he shall lead you into all truth. So the one now on earth that will lead you into truth. That will teach you. Jesus says, is the Holy Spirit. Jesus said there are things that he wants to tell you. He wants you to know. Fat about life. Dimensions. Challenges. The reasons why. But you can't handle it. Except you have the Holy Spirit. That's why it's important that he goes. Listen. Peter. Look, listen. Peter was with Jesus. But he denied Jesus. He ran from Jesus. He was always challenging Jesus. Did we notice that? But when Jesus left and the Holy Spirit came, the Bible said he was bold where he was filled with the Spirit. Now, he did not run, but he began to preach. And even when they beat him and said, don't preach again, he said, I will preach, then kill me. What's the difference? The Holy Spirit. When Christ was there, he was timid. But when the Spirit came, please, you understand? So Jesus is telling us that it's important. The Holy Spirit has come. And he's telling us that it is the Holy Spirit that will teach us how to be a better man, a better husband, a better wife, a better child. It is him that will teach you. He will lead you into all truth, Jesus says. Truth about your situation. Truth about life. Truth about death. Truth about challenges. About riches. He's the one. So he said, it's important that what? I go. And he said, one thing for sure, the Holy Spirit will only take a message from me, Christ, and give it to you. He will not speak of himself. That's why I said, anybody who says God says, God says, 
and everything God says, God says, is drawing you away from the word of God. That is not God. Because he said, what I say, he will take from me and give to you, and he will not speak of himself. If truly the Holy Spirit is there, he will point you to Jesus. <laughs> he will point you to Jesus. And Jesus knows this. That's why it's better I go. It's like, if I go and the Holy Spirit come, I will be better off. The work that I've started will rather prosper. Look at another thing Jesus said about the Holy Spirit. Luke chapter 24, 46 to 49. Amen. 46 to 49. Amen. And Jesus also said in the John 16 we read, he said the Holy Spirit will guide you. Amen. Will guide you on into what? All truth. Amen. Amen. John 16, verse 17. Oh, Luke 24. Luke, yeah, sorry, Luke. Luke 24, verse 46 40, to 49. 46 to 40, 49. The things that Jesus Amen. said about the Holy Spirit. Amen. Mm -hmm. He told them, this is what is written. The Messiah will suffer and rise from the dead on the third Luke day. Luke 24. Luke chapter 24, 46 to 49. Mm -hmm. Yes, 46 to 49. Um, will rise from the dead on the third day. And repentance for the forgiveness of sins will be preached in his name to all nations, beginning at Jerusalem. You are witnesses of these things. I am going to send you what my Father has promised, but stay in the city until you have been clothed with power from on high. Amen. Amen. So Jesus said what? He was going to what? Send them what? His Father, Father has promised. promised. But they should wait in the city to what? They receive what? Power. He was talking about the Holy Spirit. We know that. And he said, in other words, if the Holy Spirit come, they will receive what? Power. If the Holy Spirit come, they will receive what? Power. So do you want power? Yes. Power to say no. Yes. Power to be disciplined. Yes. Power to override. Yes. Power against sin. Yes. Against addiction. Yes. Power to continue. Yes. To persist. Yes. The source is the Holy Spirit. He said, but as I'm going, I'm going to send you what my father has promised. Do you know it takes power? Even to be trouble-free, it takes power. Yeah, to be a better person, it takes power. Because wrong looks nice. Yes. And the flesh is weak, many people. To overcome any form of addiction, it takes power. Yeah. And the source of power is the Holy Spirit. So he said, if the Holy Spirit come, you will receive what? Power. 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 Power over devils, over circumstances. The Holy Spirit. You see why he said he had to go for the Spirit to come. Look at John 14 for us, please. 16 to 17. Amen. John 14, verse 16 to 17. So in John 14, verse 16 to 17, you see that he says the Holy Spirit, will, his, each one is telling us more of things that the Holy Spirit will do. So this one said the Holy Spirit will help us. Amen. Please read it for us. John chapter 14, verse 16 to 17. Mm -hmm. And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate to help you and be with you forever, mm -hmm. the Spirit of truth. The world cannot accept him. Because it neither sees him or knows him, but you know him, 
Amen. So remember, the first one we read, the Job 16, he said that he will, it will lead you into all truth. But this one, he gave us more. He said, the Holy Spirit will help you. Do you need help? Yes. Real help comes from the Holy Spirit. Yes. The Holy Spirit will help you. Amen. Will help you do what you don't have to do. That you know you don't have to do. That which you don't want to do. But you are doing. Uh-huh. It's the Holy Spirit will help you. That which you know you have to do, but you are not doing. Do you need help? The Holy Spirit. Yeah, help, help. As a student, as a worker, as a married person, wife or husband, the Holy Spirit. Yeah, as a parent, the Holy Spirit. He said, he what? Help you. And he went on to say that this Holy Spirit will not only come around you, but will live in you. Will live in you. So in other words, me, Jesus, when I'm here, I cannot be there. But the Spirit will live in you. In other words, wherever you go, wherever you go. I used to, years ago, when I say years ago, maybe 25 years, 30 years ago, I used to think and I believe it, don't get me wrong. I believe that the Holy Spirit lives in me. And I do not only believe, I know for fact, because I've seen a lot of manifestation with experiencing. But I used to wonder, how can the Holy Spirit live in me and live in everyone at the same time? It's something that used to be a mystery to me. And every now and then, he would show me something to explain it to me. And recently, I was thinking the same thing, not because I don't know. But then you can liken the Holy Spirit. Yeah, liken the Holy Spirit. Yes. You know, Jesus was preaching. So what do I liken the kingdom of God to? So in other words, you want to, you cannot understand how the kingdom of God. So you want to use things to help you imagine and explain. Amen. So what do I liken it to? You can liken the Holy Spirit, God, God, to be your mobile phone. Yes. And the Holy Spirit to be the WhatsApp. WhatsApp. You know, WhatsApp. Do you know WhatsApp? Do you know what? There's a company that they have an office computer that they have designed WhatsApp. Do you know that? So that company, and they put it on the phone. That company is God, liking it to be God. And he has the WhatsApp. You understand? And he sends the WhatsApp app onto everyone who download it he has made it available so we are all here the same whatsapp is on all of us our phone and all that whatsapp is connected to only one whatsapp only one whatsapp at an office that is the holy spirit technology and science make me believe god the most i used to wonder how can i lay hand on someone and the person will be healed by the healing of hand which we've experienced it We've seen cancer tumor disappear by the laying on. And I wonder, but the Bible says the Spirit of God lives in you and His power flows through you. And His power, we don't see it because there are a lot of frequencies we don't see. Do you see Wi Fi? But Wi Fi works, isn't it? But you don't see it. The same as the Holy Spirit. Please, you understand. So the Holy Spirit lives in one of us. So Jesus said, He will what? Live 
in you. And what will he do? He will help you. Ask him for help. Ask him for help. He knows better. He was there before your mother was born. Before Britain became Britain. Britain wasn't start from day one. Many empires have come and gone. Do we know that? One day we'll be surprised. Maybe United Kingdom will not be there again. Don't be surprised. Because the British... Uh, British Empire, is it there again? No. It's not there again. Before our empire rose up, a lot of empires as what risen. But the point I'm trying to make is, it's been there before the foundation of every empire, every country. Before the first human was born. So he knows better. He knows human than, than humans themselves. But wait, what? He's in you. And he's there to what? Help you. Amen. Look at another thing Jesus said. John chapter 14 again, but the 26. Amen. Amen. Mm -hmm. 14 verse 26. John mm -hmm. chapter 14 verse 26. Mm -hmm. But the advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and will remind you of everything I have said to you. Amen. Amen. So he will not only help you, but he will also what? Teach you all things and also remind you the teacher on earth now is the holy spirit god has made him the teacher that's why we have people who have studied the bible but still do not believe yes because you can study the bible but without the teacher you will not understand what you are reading yes he will teach you so, he does not only teach. Remember, he helps. He will teach you. If you can accept him as a teacher. If you will engage him what? As a teacher. He will teach you. And he will also remind you. He reminds people. Many people don't remember. It is... You are danger if you don't remember things. You will end up becoming ungrateful. Yes. Yeah. You, you end up destroying those who matters. Yes. Amen. And even our secular work, especially students, we can study and forget. Some of us, the lessons of our past experience, we forget it. But the Holy Spirit will remind you. If you ask him. You see, this is Jesus telling us the things the Holy Spirit will be doing for us. For us. And the older you, you get, you will see that humans need help. The older you get, you see that everyone in a point in time need what? Help. And you, the older you get, you realize that many people don't know a lot of things. Yeah, you will realize it. That's one of the surprise or shocks yeah. as you grow old. Yeah. Because what you don't know when you were 13, till you learn it, even though you are 80, you wouldn't know it. But he is a teacher. He is what? A helper. If only we can learn, many of us will be better off. If only we can remember Many of us will be better off. I'm saying this to show that. So this is not like a small thing. You think oh, this is a small thing. No, no, no. 
if you can remember. Several times God has to tell Israel, remember, 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 so that you do not go astray. Even one time, said, take these stones and leave it, so that whenever you see the stone, you remember. Because once humans forget, humans forget, they forget. And once you forget, you are in trouble. Matthew chapter 22, verse 29. We are looking at the things Jesus said about the Holy Spirit. Matthew chapter 22, verse 29. Mm -hmm. Jesus replied, You are in error because you do not know the scriptures or the power of God. Mm -hmm. Is that it? Matthew chapter 2. Sorry, let's read Acts rather. Forgive me. Amen. Acts chapter 20, Acts chapter 1, 7 to 8. The Matthew Amen. 22 is a good one as well, but Jesus said about the Holy Spirit, but that's not what I want. Amen. 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 Mm -hmm. Acts chapter 1, verse 7 to 8. Mm -hmm. Amen. He said to them, It is not for you to know the times or dates the Father has set by his own authority, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you. And you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. So I know I've mentioned the power, but the only reason why we read this is so that you see clearly that it said you will receive power after the Holy Spirit has come upon you. So the source of power is the Holy Spirit. Power to endure. Yeah. Power to go through your seasons. It takes the Holy Spirit. One day, I was walking. It was winter time. I was walking on a park. I was going to pick kids from school. It was my job. Amen. Then, winter, very cold, raining. Then, the Lord said to me, I remember just as, just as like yesterday, he said, do you see the trees? You see, there's nothing on it. Dry. The leaves are gone. The leaves are gone. And he said, no matter what you do, if you like, dig it, put fertilizer, inject it, no matter what you do, the leaves will never, ever come. And he went on to say, if you are not even careful, you rather damage the tree. Because the season for the leaves to come has not come. No matter what to do, this tree will have to remain dry and cold till the season comes. And if God does speak to you, see that he speaks with just a statement, but he will open your understanding and the statement is like books. So he speaks just a statement, then he gives you understanding of the statement. Then I understood that many people end up destroying their fruit that is ahead of them. Because in the season of dryness, they cannot wait. They cannot endure. They, they cannot admit that it is winter. No matter what I do, leaves will not come. Let me just be quiet till the season what changes. This is one of our greatest problems. Oh yeah, people have been worked two years before. They want to drive cars that people who have worked 10 years are driving. It's true, it's true. So you start life by being in depth. You see, but the point is, it takes power 
to patiently save 100 pounds, 200 pounds, you get 5,000 to buy a car. It takes power. Self-discipline is power. But that power, believe me, is from the Holy Ghost. One sister, Mrs. Johnson, her sister, told me, told me she cannot stay. Because I was speaking to her as a pastor. I said, you have to stay. Abstain from sex. Abstain from men. Because she has four children with four different men. And still men were coming into her house. And her whole challenge is because one of her sons is older. Because now the son see and young boys. And the guy was going mental. I took the guy to, uh, what was it called? Where did you? Even before the psychiatric place, and they did the examination, and they told me that it's a result of the men coming and going. The boy feel like small boys are just coming for the mother. And I said, told me I can't. He can, she cannot. Which I understood, because it takes power. It takes power. How many things you wish you would not? But you are. But say, if the Holy Spirit come, you shall receive power. We shall, you shall receive power. It takes power to wait. Many of us, if only we could have wait, if only we had wait, we would be far better on. But I want to tell you that it takes power to wait. It takes power. Amen. Praise the Lord. So that power is the Holy Spirit. Believe it. Is the Holy Spirit. Many a times you will break through. Many a times the healing will come. Many a times the laughter will come. The marriage will come. But if only you can wait and go through the season. But many can't. But what many don't realize that it will take power to wait. How come you can't sit down one place and pray one hour? But you can easily sit down one place and speak one hour. Watch TV two hours. The same sitting down, aha, uh -huh. it takes power, self-discipline, just to. And it comes from the Holy Spirit. Please, do you understand it? So he said, you shall receive what? Power after the Holy Spirit what? has come unto you. Let's read one more scripture. Amen. Matthew chapter 12, verse 31 to 32. Things that Jesus himself said about the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Matthew 12, 31 to 32. Matthew chapter 12, verse 31 to 32. Mm -hmm. And so I tell you, every kind of sin and slander can be forgiven, but blasphemy against the Spirit will not be forgiven. Anyone who speaks a word against the Son of Man will be forgiven, but anyone who speaks against the Holy Spirit will not be forgiven, <laughs> either in this age or the age to come. Amen. Hey, this, this is a serious issue. This is the only scripture that I'm aware of and I've read in the Bible that 0.00.1% I try to argue with the scripture <laughs> because it said any sin will be forgiven but the sin against the Holy Spirit will not be forgiven the blasphemy against the Holy Spirit will not be forgiven if you sin against God you'll be forgiven if you sin against Christ he said you forgive but he said with the Holy Spirit you'll not be forgiven Hey. <laughs> so it means it means I mean this scripture is clear it, needs no, it doesn't need interpretation whatever it means I don't know but it means whatever it means amen <laughs> yeah. 
But the reason why we read this is to show you from an angle that if Jesus is saying this about the Holy Spirit, that in a certain sense, in connection to sin, it sets the Holy Spirit up to a different place in, con- in relation to the Father and the Son. As to why, we don't know why. The scripture didn't tell us why. Please, do you understand? So it means that should I say, should I say, that it means that as for the Holy Spirit, he's a no-nonsense person. Should I say that? I don't know. It's up to you. You understand? Because when I sin against Christ, he said, he will forgive me. But he said, with the Holy Spirit, he will not forgive me. And I can understand. Because he's among the three that testify. Amen. And remember, Christ is seated at the right-hand side of God now. God, Bible says his throne is in heaven. He resides there with angels bowing before him. Who is here with us? Living in us. Seeing the things we see. Can you imagine? Hearing the things we hear. The all-powerful spirit of God. Amen. Last but one scripture. Matthew again. Or John chapter 3 verse 5 to 8. John chapter 3 verse 5 to 8. Things that Jesus said about the Holy Spirit. If you look at all the things that Jesus said about the Holy Spirit, he's trying to say that on this earth right now, without the Holy Spirit, we don't stand a chance. That's what Jesus is saying. He knows he's the Messiah. He knows he's the way. He knows he's the light. But he's still pointing us to the Holy Spirit. He's pointing us to the Holy Spirit. Please read it for us. John chapter 3, verse 5 to 8. Mm-hmm. Jesus answered, Verily, Very truly, I tell you, no one can enter the kingdom of God unless they are born of water and the Spirit. Flesh gives birth to flesh, but the Spirit gives birth to Spirit. You should not be surprised at my saying, You must be born again. <laughs> the wind blows wherever it pleases. You hear its sound but you cannot tell where it comes from or where it is going. So it is with everyone born of the Spirit. Amen. Hallelujah. Very interesting scripture. Because we all know that Christ is the Savior. And he is the Savior. We say receive Christ, repent of your sin, accept Christ. And we do that. And we become born again. But Christ said, in order to make it to heaven, in order to enter into the kingdom of God, not only must you receive him, but you must be born of the Spirit. So in other words, it is this same Holy Spirit that holds the keys for one to enter into the kingdom of God. So now you understand what Christ said. It is expedient that he goes so that the Spirit will come. So if we are going to talk true born again, real born again, people who make it, it is one who is also born by the spirit i didn't say it is christ he said they that will enter are those who are what born by the spirit the water is not an issue because even today we can baptize you with water but the spirit no one can give you only christ please you understand so we read this to show that even our salvation or our relationship with Christ, the door to Christ is the Holy Spirit. Is the Holy Spirit. Yeah. 
Because sometimes doors lead to doors. Have you seen that before? Yeah. yeah. Doors lead to doors. So Christ is the door, but there's a door that leads to door. That's the Holy Spirit. Amen. Last scripture. John chapter 3, verse... John chapter 4, verse 23 to 24. Chapter 4, verse 23 to 24. Things that the Holy Spirit said. Amen. Amen. John chapter 4, verse 23 to 24. Mm -hmm. Yet a time is coming and has now come when the true worshippers will worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For they are the kind of worshippers the Father seeks. God is spirit, and his worshippers must worship in the spirit and in truth. Amen. Amen. So the spirit that you see is capital S, meaning a, a person, the Holy Spirit. So it said the type of worshippers God-like are those who worship him in the Holy Spirit. Please, you understand. Those who worship him what? In spirit. Which is what? In the Holy what? Spirit. And he said, they that are led by the Holy Spirit, they are the sons of God. <laughs> they that are led by the Holy Spirit too. Not they that come to church. Not they that say they know God. Not they that pray, but they that are led by the Spirit. Of course, if the Spirit leads you, he will lead you to church. Because he's the one who said, do not forsake the gathering of the sin. He will lead you to pray. Because the Bible says, he cried, Abba, Father. Amen. He will lead you unto all those things. So, from this, and this, everything we've read here was said by Christ himself. Christ himself. You have only one teacher. Don't call any man teacher. You have only one teacher. He's the rabbi. And the teacher say the Holy Spirit will teach us. <laughs> the teacher is telling you who will teach you. Yeah. Yeah. He's telling you who will teach you. And the Savior, the Savior is telling you those who are led by the Spirit, they are the sons of God. The one we pray and we ask to in his name is saying that the Holy Spirit will help you. He will lead you. He is in you. Beloved, this morning, what am I saying? All I'm saying is to draw your mind, your attention to the Holy Spirit. There are always three positions. Either you don't know the Holy Spirit or you don't have the Holy Spirit. If you don't know the Holy Spirit, if you don't have the Holy Spirit then this teaching is to provoke you, to cause you to begin to search, to know the Holy Spirit. Believe me, it's not gimmicks. The Bible says, if you seek me with all your heart, you shall find me. And when you have the Holy Spirit, he is real. He is tangible. He speaks. How can he teach you, lead you, direct you, if he doesn't communicate? If you already know the Holy Spirit... But you are lukewarm. You are not really, you know, 50-50. Yeah, it's one thing to have something, and it's another thing to use what you have. You can have something, and it won't benefit you. Or you don't know. Okay, I know a country that starts with gin. They have cocoa trees. But when you go, the ordinary person cannot even afford chocolate. And I know country, a country that starts with B. It doesn't have any cocoa tree. 
but even a child five year old can afford chocolate how possible so it's not what you necessarily have so you can have something and even lack in that thing uh-huh so you can have the holy spirit that's if you know of him, if you have him but your life will just be like one who doesn't have it he will be of no benefit no use it's my intention the purpose of this teaching if you are that to let you now begin to pay attention to the holy spirit so that he will be of what benefit to you amen or maybe yes you know the holy spirit you have the holy spirit you you, you walk with the spirit he he's the one who leads you is to tell you that continue instead that continue your life will be better off than without him believe me believe me you see the older you get you understand this mystery about life too you see that in a sense you can't change people you see that it is impossible for you to change people if you've given birth i'm sure you know what i'm saying when you try to change your child you, you understand you see unless the person himself want to change you please you, you, you understand okay so i'm saying this to say that but when the holy spirit is present is the only power that is able to change people anyone that i've seen being changed transform the holy spirit was present the holy spirit was present without him it's not possible for a wild man to be cool for a thief to stop stealing an addict to stop it takes the holy spirit <laughs> for a wicked person it takes the holy spirit for a wild child it takes the holy spirit believe me church you know what this word means to you i just want you to lift up your voice and just pray to god amen among other things anything that this teaching has inspired you has put into you pray to him amen if you can stand up that would be great amen just pray to him and among other things ask him for the holy spirit ask him that you will have the holy spirit Ask him that the Holy Spirit will be real to you. Ask him that you will be led by the Spirit. Ask him that you may, may, may he teach you how to relate to this Holy Spirit. Amen. This Spirit of God. Amen. Lift up your voice and just begin to pray. We believe you have been blessed by the teachings of God's Word. For audio CDs, videos, books, and other information, please visit our website on www.devotionallightchurch.com. God bless you.